You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. I'm gonna cut this anyway, but I keep looking, and Tyler keeps looking at me. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler, stop looking at me. It's like his eyes keep following me. <laughs> What's up, nerds? It's basketball. Welcome to Horse, a basketball podcast about everything except for the wins and losses. My name is Mike Schubert, and I am joined, as always, by my trusted co-host, the dropping resolutions to making resolutions, Eric Silver. Eric, how's it going? I get it's a pair, but again, there's a real, <laughs> it's a real tells me how you feel about me. They're both good things. You're like, hey, my name's Mike Schubert. I eat vegetables all the time, and I always go to the gym, and I'm like, hey, what's up? I'm Eric. I'm 27 years old, and I sleep in bed most times. Look, I'll make you feel better. A couple years ago, I think my 2017 New Year's resolution was to dunk a basketball, and... <laughs> And I just did a full workout plan that was legs and back only. It was great. My legs got really strong and I got better at basketball, but I did not get to the part where I could dunk. But the best part about it was for work, we got an email asking, what are your New Year's resolutions? And I thought it was just going to be shared with my little group at work. Fun fact, they sent it out on a public forum and I, <laughs> everyone had like nice full descript resolutions, all these nice things. And then mine just said, dunk, Mike Schubert. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, hey, why does this man we work with have the same resolution as a 10-year-old? <laughs> Let's give him a raise stat. Uh, so I never accomplished it, but it's all good. I will say, though, did make me feel better. Thank you. Yeah, I glad I could help. It. My New Year's resolution is to get the show started. Oh, nice. Well, why don't you do it then? <laughs> oh, this is me doing it yeah. now. This is exciting. I was trying to alley-oop it to you, but apparently I'm the point guard Well, now. too bad. I've caught the pass, and I'm dunking it. It's time for Zip Zap Zop, and by that, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the locker room. Zip Zop Zop. Dunk the ball that you alley-oop me. Button, 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 button. Hey, do we have some new patrons? We do. We have two new patrons. Nice. What up to Kendra Hertz and Warren McKnight? You are joining the horse team and you're putting on our colors and you're learned all the chants and you can sing all the songs and you're joining uh, the wonderful people who are leading all of these songs who are our producer level patrons, Teal, Jordan Castleman, Misha Stanton, Brianne Wingate, Berger, and Skylar Jorgensen. You all say da-da-da, hey, at the right time. Yes, don't want to get off the meter. It's very important for team morale that you stay on beat. Hey, Mike, you know what my New Year's resolution is? Like last year and the year before that. And the year drink before that. more beer. Exactly. Yay! And now I'm going to drink even more interesting and different beers with Tavor. That's right. Back at it again with the beer box. Mm -hmm. Tavor, <laughs> Tavor is the only app that sends you new beers that you've never seen before. They send you updates like twice a day showing a new showcase beer that you definitely won't find in your neighborhood liquor store or bodega. So that is Tavor, T-A-V-O-U-R. You can download the app onto your phone. I just did it before recording this episode. It was a very simple process. They explain everything. I'm very excited. And if you sign up with the promo code 
horse, which it prompts you to do when you sign up, or if you touch on the left and go to the promos section and type in horse, you get $10 of credit after making your first purchase of $25 or more, which is great. Not only are you getting cool, different, unique beers, but you're also getting free money. The only thing better than beer is free money. And free pizza. Whoa, a pizza just fell out of my lap. This is not sponsored by pizza. (laughs) Pizza, they're right. (laughs) No pizza company has sponsored us, but you know what has sponsored us? Tavor. Mm -hmm. That is T-A-V-O-U-R, and horse is spelled H-O-R-S-E. Nay. (laughs) You just put the horse emoji in at the end for our code. I wish. That'd be fantastic. Um, Mike, to end the locker room, I want to follow up with what I told you last year in 2018. Oh, gross. Don't be one of those people. I haven't showered since last year. No, I haven't done that. I was just doing a fun jape on our podcast. Jape? Yeah. What is that? A tomfoolery, a a mockery. Cool. How's 1936? All right, I'll put my thesaurus away, apparently. (laughs) So when I last talked to you, it was before Christmas, and I went to go see the Knicks get... uh, I was going to say play the Bucks, but it really wasn't that close of a game. I saw our good friend Giannis, the tall Greek friend, and he brought the funk. He dunked it and brought the funk. Yeah, he also got blocked twice by Noah Vonley, my best friend. So it was all good. I was watching that game on Christmas morning, and then once it got out of hand, I took a nap on my couch. It's and true. didn't I didn't watch I, the rest of we it. We were texting for a bunch of it, and you said, at one point, you said, and there's Steph Curry Cantor comparing. <laughs> your wonderful center to Steph Curry, the best three-point shooter of all time. Mm -hmm. And then he promptly missed four three-pointers in a row. Yeah, the and then prob- you stop texting me back. Yeah, the problem is Ennis Cantor is bad at basketball. That's the that's the main issue with I Ennis Cantor. I do have proof that you thought that he was Steph Curry for a second. He I did saw make it a on three pointer, which is very trademark of <laughs> Steph Curry to do. That's but true. then he airballed a three pointer thirty four seconds later, which in is which not- I responded, mm-hmm. it is Steph Curry Cantor. It was a very good text message. That's true. Once it got above fifteen points, I figured you would fall asleep. But oh, I yeah. appreciate the confirmation that it happened. Mm-hmm. I was sound asleep. It's wonderful to see someone uh, talking about Giannis. It's wonderful to see someone whose only like prime directive in life is to dunk the ball. It's all he's trying to do. It's all he wants to do. Mm -hmm. I've never felt someone being that drawn in there. It's like I also wanted to dunk the ball. Mm -hmm. And my New Year's resolution was never to dunk the ball. Yeah, the problem is Giannis is six foot eleven with like a twelve foot wingspan. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have to jump much or at all to dunk. I have to jump a lot. It's a little harder for you, boy. That's the only difference between you and Giannis. Yeah, I like smoothies, and I enjoy eating Greek food despite not being Greek. So oh, yeah, we're wow. pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. I didn't know your name or how to pronounce your name mm-hmm. like nearly a, a few weeks ago, just like you. Look at that. It's exactly the same. I'm Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, it's you're... nice to meet everyone. Mike Giannis Antetokounmpo, shoe bear. Before we close Full Court Press, one super fun announcement in two parts. Hey, Eric, we're doing live shows. Shows, plural. Multiple. Multiple. So we are doing a live show in Seattle, Washington, a city that deserves an NBA team, and Portland, Oregon, a city that has an NBA team. We're doing a show on the Thursday before PodCon in Seattle. Eric and I will be doing other stuff for the Multitude Live shows on Thursday and Friday, but the horse segment is on Thursday. And then we are going to be a part of Listen Up Portland, a podcast festival in Portland, Oregon, over my birthday weekend, February 14th through the 17th. Our show is on the 17th, which is my birthday. And we're going to be doing a very Blazer-centric episode of Horse Live for the people. And I'm very excited about it. All Portland everything. Mm -hmm. It's going to be wonderful. Yeah, a lot of Rip City. It's going to be good. I am honestly so stoked about what I'm going to do for Listen Up. Mm -hmm. I will tell you, it's pretty furry. (laughs) 
Okay. Maybe it's about their mascot. Mate, who can say? I will say that for the segment that I'm preparing, we have discussed one of the things, and we have never discussed the other thing since it's three on three. And yeah. I'm surprised we have not discussed the other thing, so I'm excited. Is it horses? It is not horses. Okay, so then we I are never talking about horses on this show. <laughs> the three best horses at basketball. Never. No horses ever. The three worst horses at basketball. Zero horses on horse. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about the Detroit Pistons. No <laughs> too close. It is too close. They're also very boring. Oh, no. One of my full court presses is about a Pistons player. Well, yeah, there we 2019 go. off to a great start. Let's get into that segment I just alluded to. Full court press. Get it? Like the news? I do. In 2019, I got it. Until two episodes from now when you say no. What? <laughs> so let's talk about that Detroit Piston and get it out of the way. So Blake Griffin, who plays for the Detroit Pistons, had a interesting back and forth with a referee where Blake Griffin felt there was some serious injustice against him in the form of a bad foul call. You want to know what Blake Griffin did? He grabbed an iPad from an assistant coach and showed the replay to the referee during the TV timeout. And the referee was a good sport and watched the whole time and they had a back and forth about it. But Blake Griffin was very upset and it's very funny and it's very memeable. I don't know how I feel necessarily about bringing technology onto the court. Sports leagues have already had so many problems bringing technological advances like into the sport while we're watching it. Like in football, you see on NBC, there's like a green zone to demonstrate like how many more yards there is. People are just like throwing stuff at the TV. So I don't know if I want players also to be able to use technology. Also, that gives RoboCop an unfair advantage. Mm-hmm. Not good. Not good. RoboCop. Sh- it, it does say-, say in the rules that RoboCop can't play basketball, just not dogs. Exactly. Dogs can play basketball but not RoboCops. Mm-hmm. I hope this doesn't become a trend just because it's going to be very annoying to see it happen again and again. I want this just to be a flashbulb moment in the NBA. The real problem with this is that it's not going to change anything. You can't undo a foul call. Sure, you're going to be able to prove your point to Mr. and Miss Referee and say, look, you messed up, but it doesn't change anything. So who cares? I don't want people to go through all the extraness of getting the iPad and showing them. That being said, this was very funny. I'm very glad Blake Griffin did it. That's true. Can please, players, there's no one else. <laughs> I needed uh, Kevin Durant to come out, and when he's arguing a call, he like takes out like an old timey projector and like plays it, and it plays against the wall. People need to escalate. Yeah, you can't just ooh, do it. Ooh, you get one of the people from the courtroom sketches, and they make a quick <laughs> painting of the foul, and you say, "Clearly, I was not fouling him, sir." Well, a player goes up to a ref, and then it fades to black, and there's a recreation, like <gasps> in Cops. Ooh, and then people are just like less muscular, uglier versions of the players. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they jerseys just... <laughs> that don't fit, <laughs> and they're doing a recreation of something that happened 15 seconds ago. So it's really like, how did you do that so quickly? I'm very excited. How for did this. you learn your lines? Okay. Okay, new rule. You're allowed to do this, but you have to up it. iPads are out, but you can use other forms of media. <laughs> exactly. I like it. I think that's our stance on all basketball. Mm-hmm. You can't do the same thing, but you have to escalate one step. I like it. I like it a lot. Well, speaking of escalating, the Bucks have changed the game <laughs> in terms of concessions at a basketball game. The Milwaukee Bucks have introduced the Coors Light beer button into the Fiserv Forum, which is the stupid name for their arena that they play in. Good. Thank you for saying two brand names very close to each other. I have the official press release, and I'm very excited to read it word for word. We are always looking for new and innovative ways to enhance our fans' experience. We are excited to unveil our newest feature inside the Bucks and Fiserv Forum app, the Coors Light beer button. 
know that nobody wants to miss one of Giannis's highlight dunks waiting in line for a beer. That's why we're working to allow you to order a beer with the tap of our app. This is so dangerous. Yeah, so then it doesn't get as much fun because they just list how it all works, where they just give you a step-by-step -step instruction of how to do it. But basically, rather than go up to a concession stand and order a beer or wait for a beer vendor to walk through your section, you just pull out the app and then you say, I would like a beer, and then you get a beer. I mean, it solves the problem, I guess, but is there a limit on how many times you can push the button? Yes, I'm sure there's a limit, just like they don't over-serve you. I'm sure there's some sort of thing where they say, hey, this guy's hitting the beer me button way too many times but the best part about it is i have a screenshot that i'm about to flip around my laptop to show eric we'll put the screenshot of it on the episode description of horsehoops.com the beer me button is comically large <laughs> takes up so much of the app the best is there's a whole segment there's like latest featured games and then arena and the only option under arena is beer me beer i need I it need right it. now please give me a coors light which Bonkers thing about Coors Light, it's the only beer that doesn't advertise its taste. It purely advertises that it's cold. What happens if it's not cold? Then it's awful. The entire advertising behind Coors Light is the preparation of the beer. It's a taste as cold as the Rockies. They have cans that turn blue when they're cold enough. The entire marketing of this beer is make it really cold so you can't taste how bad it is. <laughs> Coors Light! <laughs> Coors Light, the coldest beer. And you won't find it on Tavor. <laughs> Tavor, we definitely don't have Coors Light. <laughs> there is no comically large beer me button for Tavor, unfortunately. Maybe they will look to introduce it. <laughs> Henry, I just got the greatest idea. Have you been listening to Horse? Yes, I have, John Tavor, founder of Tavor. Great, I'm glad you've been listening, and thank you for using my first and last name and proper title. I was listening. We should just have a really big button that gives you beer. I like big buttons, and I cannot lie. Those other apps, they cannot deny, because when you open up the app with a very big button, and it's a round thing in your face, you get drunk! There it is! <laughs> All right, well, that's the end of All right, the That's the course. end of Horse. The podcast is over. We have done it. Thank Those you all so much. Petita Campomanes, <laughs> Bultitude, Kelly Beckman, Sir Mix a lot, Te Teal, Jordan Castleman, <laughs> Misha Stan. We're done. Multitude. <laughs> you oh can't find goodness. us on Multitude because we're done. <laughs> Well, that's the end of, is that the end of Full Court that's Press? That's the end <laughs> and, and the yep, show. And the entire podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you get drunk. <laughs> hey, Mike. Mm -hmm. uh, tell me about your dad. My dad is named Joel P. Schubert. Cool. He is a very nice man. I'm slowly becoming more and more like him every day plays the drums he's very good he also plays basketball he's very good he's one of those pesky defender but very good point guard types i'm glad you told me about all these things about your dad because i want to talk about a very special dad mike did you know that an nba player's career started because his dad was seven feet tall and 400 pounds seven feet tall and 400 pounds oh did he just get drafted because he had a large dad and they were like maybe Kinda. <laughs> Ooh, I did not know, but I'm glad my guess is on the right You're track. You're very close. Mike, this is the story of all about how Yusuf Nurkic's life got turned upside down. Whoa, Yusuf Nurkic, who just notched a 5x5, five by, five, yes. by the way, which is when you register five of each major statistic, so points, rebounds, steals, blocks, and assists. It's very hard to do, and Yusuf Nurkic just did it in ridiculous fashion. In a game against the Kings, he put up 24 points, 23 rebounds, 7 assists, 5 steals, and 5 blocks. Really overdid it on the points and rebounds requirement. <laughs> 
<laughs> he could have just like chilled out for a little bit. But let's say Yusuf Nurkic is very good at basketball. He is, and it was funny because people thought he wasn't very good at basketball when he was then traded to the Blazers. And ever since he got traded to the Blazers, he's been very good at basketball. Yusuf Nurkic got drafted by the Nuggets, and he mm-hmm. is from Bosnia. Mm-hmm. So this is part of his coming to America story in so many different ways. All right. He's from Bosnia. It's a Cyrillic language, so please excuse my pronunciation. Yusuf Nurkic's dad, his name is Hariz. Hariz is a police officer in Bosnia. He is seven feet tall and over 400 pounds. Large man, big old mountain of a man and very good. Mike, I want to show you a photo of Hariz Nurkic. Oh, I've seen this guy. Yeah. They've shown him on games before. Yeah, because he, he, it's it's amazing to look at. Yeah, he's, he's great. a large, large, large human. Okay, so I got this from SB Nation, but this story originated from Nurkic.com. Oh, my goodness. This is a fan page that started when Yusuf Nurkic came into the league in 2015. Dang. It no longer exists because it expired, but if you want to buy Nurkic.com, you got to pony over 5,000 cool American dollars. Oh, someone's squatting on it. Boo. It's terrible. Okay, so here is how the legend goes. A Bosnian sports agent who was just starting out, his name is Inez Trnovcevic. Yep, That's nailed T- it. T-R-N next to each other. Ah, hard. So I, I was missing a vowel. <laughs> don't, don't rub it no, in. No, that is me. hard. It was difficult. That's genuinely so challenging. So my good friend Inez... <laughs> He was reading a newspaper, and one of the headlines was, Bosnian policemen beat 14 people in a fight. That's numbers that Victor the Bear would be jealous of. (laughs) Absolutely. The story itself is buried in a Bosnian newspaper somewhere, Mm -hmm. which they don't have internet archives of, translated into English, Bosnian times. (sighs) They were so much better when they were with Herzegovina. (laughs) Then they just had to leave and ruin everything. I apologize if that's offensive. I know nothing <laughs> I about know the anything. history of Bosnia and Herzegovina. I think the full country is Bosnia and Herzegovina. I just like when countries have combined names, like they have a friend, like Trinidad and Tobago. Yes. I just like when there's a one-two punch. What up? My name's Trinidad, and he's Tobago, and we do everything with each other. And we're excited for this episode of Next. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, Inez knew what to do. He drove to the city where Hariz was stationed. Hariz opened the door, and the first thing Inez said was, do you have any sons? He did have a son. His oldest son, 14, named Yusuf. Yusuf had never played basketball before, but but our good friend Inez had a very good idea. My goodness. From immediately from meeting him, they trained him how to play basketball, and now he's in the NBA. See, this is why other countries are better than America because their idea is let's play basketball. Whereas if this happened in America, they'd be like, oh yeah, let's play football. And then this dude would have a concussion and he'd be awful. Or then he could have to stick playing AAU ball for like 15 years before anyone's going to give him a shot. But just like, yeah, you're extremely tall and your dad beat up 14 people in a row. That sounds great. It's amazing. I just, I cannot. Ridiculous story. So Nurkic.com is down, but don't worry. I went into the Wayback Machine to show you some extremely good photos of Yusuf Nurkic's dad. Here's a photo of Yusuf Nurkic's dad sitting, drinking a beer. That beer looks very small. It's very, look, his hand is right next to the beer. His hand is as big as the beer bottle. That's terrifying. The caption is, he is much bigger than Yusuf. On his own fan site, Yusuf is not even the biggest man who he's allowed to be. Here's another photo. I don't know if you can tell. You can take it. But what what's what's interesting about this picture? There are two 
pretty large men at the table, one of which in a red jacket. And then there's Yusuf Nurkic's dad, who is comically large, and it makes Yusuf Nurkic look like a teenager, but he's a very large man. He's huge. It looks like someone went in and photoshopped him like two times the size of each one. I thought that was fake. For yeah, a long time. It looks like one of those movie things where they sit someone in closer to make it look like, you know, the thing that they had to do for Hagrid in the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. It looks like they're doing that, except this is real life. In the way, you know, when they shoot Tom Cruise from below so he looks taller. As we've is- talked about. <laughs> See, I picked it up. We will obviously put these pictures at the episode description on horsesoup.com, but they are very funny. The caption of this one is, the only guy Yusuf Nurkic is afraid of. Jeez. I love these guys. I want to be these guys. Unfortunately, the text is white on white, so it's really hard for me to read. <laughs> I have to highlight it each time. Yusuf Nurkic also confirmed this legend. He reached out to a Bosnian internet portal. I don't know if that's a translation error, but Nurkic.com said that that's what it is. He said, yes, it is true. In some fight, my father beaten 14 people. My agent Inez found out about this, and here I am. So he's his agent now. Yeah. So wow. he, everything about this story is like now he's his coach, his his body man. It's, this feels like Rocky, wow. but like in Bosnia. Is Inez the guy in the red jacket in that photo? I don't know. Uh, okay. Because that dude is also be. very large. It could be, though. Ugh. Just like the gut feeling that this man... Um, Imagine anything in your life was dictated by you looking at an article in the newspaper. Hey, he's never played basketball before, but he's very large. Is that okay? I like that the jump to conclusion here is this man is very big and good at fighting. I wonder if he has a kid who could play basketball. (laughs) It's such a logical leap, and now he was right. He was very right. This story has brought me a lot of joy in the beginning of 2019, and I'd like to take more risks. Yeah, shout out to Inez for... Calling a shot, shooting a shot, and swishing his shot. He did a very good job of predicting. Mike, if uh, a random man came to your house based off of your dad's prowesses, mm-hmm. uh, what would you be fated to do? Um, be a Tom Cruise stunt double. That's good. Your dad looks like Tom Cruise? When my dad was in his 20s, he did. If you look at a picture of my dad in his mid to late 20s, he looks exactly like Tom Cruise in Risky Business. He had very similar hair and all of that. The lightish brown with the swoopy and all that looked very similar. And then I don't know what happened, but my dad's hair color changed from brown to like jet black in his 30s. Oh, no. Yeah, which, I mean, it's fine. It's just he lost (laughs) some of the, the Tom Cruise vibe. So, and my dad was very good at pole vaulting and water skiing, so action-y type sports. So me being a Tom Cruise body double, you know, it would make sense. You would get drafted into some sort of action movie, like hideaway camp. Yeah. Does that exist? I wish it exists. I don't know. If someone knocked on my dad's door Mm -hmm. about what he could do, I would be a very good future foreign exchange trader. Whoa. Which I can tell you, I don't really understand what that is. Yep, me neither. My dad trades... Different currencies so that when you trade the currency, you make a profit off of like how mm-hmm. economies in different places go up and down. Mm-hmm. It's like, I read in the paper that you traded all that yen. Do you have a son? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, but my, my the other twin, he's, he's very good at econ. It's like, yeah, you're hired. Wait, do you have a twin brother? Yeah. I did not know this. Yeah, I have a twin brother. I had no idea. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, I've talked about it. His name is Tyler. He also lives in New York City. He's taller than I am. He actually has a pretty good three-point shot. Wow. He was very athletic. He can actually jump really high. That's amazing. I had no idea. Yeah. We look nothing alike. I was going to say. Not even a little bit. Are you older by a couple of seconds or younger by a couple I'm older by one minute. Yeah. Nice. You can hold that over him forever. You act like I haven't for 27 (laughs) years, Michael. (laughs) 
Oh, what a good idea. Thank you for suggesting it to me. So this is a picture of Tyler. Uh, this is him with his wife. Yeah, you can look nothing alike at all. No, not even a little bit. Mm-mm. I feel like this could even be a joke, but it does say Tyler Silver. And oh, here's a picture of him next to commissioner of the NBA, Adam Silver, which is your father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy looks nothing like you. Not even a little bit. But no. he looks very happy with his wife. Wow. Well, I can't believe that actually happened. That totally happened. A man took a shot because of the newspaper. And now Yusuf Nurkic is an NBA star. Amazing. Absolutely incredible. One, two, three. Three, two, one. Three on three. Eric, you don't celebrate Christmas, but Hanukkah, they also give a bunch of gifts and stuff. Yes? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Thank you for, even though we are in January, mm-hmm. I, we all still deal with it. Yes. Did you get any weird or bad gifts? And it's okay if you <laughs> don't say what they are, but did you get anything where you're like, ah, what am I going to do with this? Um, yeah. Well, on that theme, the three on three. <laughs> you said, you, I hope this is worth it because now I'm going to be like, do no, you no, think no. my gift was shit? No, 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 no. Uh, No, Grandma, it was fine. (laughs) The three and three that I've prepared is the three best and the three worst really expensive collectible items on (laughs) NBA.com. Oh, Mike. Oh, Michael Schubert. What a gift. First, you upgrade our Knicks tickets, which was a great gift, but it's Christmas and Hanukkah much later. I love this. Mm -hmm. What are all the things you could have gotten me? I'm so ready. So I went to the NBA store, the overall store, and I went team by team. I then only went to collectibles, which is only the most bonkers stuff that you can buy. The Sky Mall of the NBA store. the weirdest, most ridiculous things. We're talking about car phone mounts. We're talking about Legos. (laughs) We're talking about all sorts of silly stuff. We're talking about like a basketball in a frying pan. Mm -hmm. We're talking about like some of Gary Payton's hair. We're talking. We're talking about, like, a piece of Kevin Durant's house. Very good. I then went to sort by highest price. Which I have never done in my life. So this is a new experience for both of us. (laughs) And then I I looked at every team's page and took note of the best stuff and the worst stuff. And now I have the list for you. Let me tell you, a lot easier to find the worst stuff. That's Yeah, I can only imagine. So we'll start with the best. Okay. Because there are some really good things. The third best very expensive item on the NBA team store is a Clay Thompson signed basketball to commemorate the most recent NBA championship of the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. It is a limited edition. It's one of 11. And it's a whole shadow box, which comes with a signed basketball. And then in the back of the shadow box, it's a poster of Clay Thompson. And then it says Warriors 2018 NBA champions. Cool. It's pretty cool. It costs $1,000, right. which is a lot. But you'll think it's a better deal when you note that you can also get a Kevin Durant version, which is one out of 35. You see there's this thing where it's based on what their number is oh. that they decide <laughs> the limited availability. They do this all together. over the site. Everything. <laughs> like all of the stuff. I didn't even get that, so thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Me and the listeners were like, oh, okay. Yeah. Clay Thompson's number is 11. Kevin Durant's is 35. There you go. Kevin Durant's, one of 35, exact same thing, just signed by Kevin Durant instead of Clay Thompson, $2,500. Oh. The NBA store thinks Kevin Durant is 2.5 times cooler than Clay Thompson, which I think is vehemently wrong. That's, no, <laughs> that I, is vastly incorrect. I, don't, I like I like Kevin Durant, but Clay Thompson's like... 
Just cool for no discernible reason. He talked about scaffolding. <laughs> what a guy. He just talked about how much he's happy his hand came back. Mm-hmm. Ah, Clay Thompson is wonderful. So it is a pretty cool thing. It's very expensive. But when you compare it to the Kevin Durant thing, which there are over three times as many of, right. and it's the same thing, it's pretty good deal. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What I like about that is that I still, like, Kevin Durant seems like he just like kind of signed all of the basketballs and gave it away. Mm-hmm. Like, when you said there were only 11, it's like... <laughs> Clay Thompson was like in a dark room and was like saying goodbye to his children as he mm-hmm. did it. Mm-hmm. He's like, basketball, you were my favorite. <laughs> and then he gives away as a bat other basketball, you were also my favorite. I don't know. I, I think it's because I said they're in a shadow box, which is a cool word. There, yeah, that was it. And while I say shadow box, I am wearing Wu Tang Clan socks. And yeah. they have a song called Shadow Boxing. Oh, yeah. Hey, did you hear the Wu Tang Clan? Cannot be fucked with. They cannot. Yeah. Shout out to Raekwon who listens to our podcast. Do- does he? No. <laughs> Don't play with my heart like that. It's- <laughs> the second coolest expensive thing on the NBA team store is a $300 12-inch replica of the Larry O'Brien trophy, which is the trophy you get for winning the NBA title, mm-hmm. signed by Dirk Nowitzki. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me show you it. It's funny because it's only a foot tall, so it's not the greatest, but... It's still pretty cool because it's very gold and shiny and has a little Mavs 2011 championship thing on it. And then it's signed by Dirk. <laughs> okay, it is pretty small. It's pretty small, but you could put it on your desk and it would look cool if you were a big old Mavs fan and you had $299.99 to drop. And then you can like set up your iPhone in one corner and get like really close to the lens so it looks mm-hmm. like you're holding the trophy anyway. Yeah, you can pull some of that Tom Cruise stuff. That's true. Where it makes it look like, yeah, the Hagrid stuff where it makes <laughs> it look like you got the real thing. The the uh, Harry's Nurkic stuff. Ah. But that was real life. Are you ready for the coolest expensive thing? Cooler than a very small trophy? What yes. could it be? This thing is actually legitimately very cool. It's from your beloved Boston Celtics. Oh, nice. It is a signed ball. And I'm going to just read the players. And then you tell me how much you think this thing costs. Okay. It is signed by Larry Bird. Very good. Bill Russell. Very good. Paul Pierce. Uh, my favorite. Charlie Scott. Also good. And John Havlicek. Really? That's how impressive. How much do you think a ball signed by these five Celtics players costs? I think it's it has to be over a thousand dollars. I mean, the Clay Thompson thing was a thousand dollars. Okay, just so for Clay sorry, Thompson. thank you. Um, I I would pay ten thousand dollars for it. It's only fifteen hundred bucks. Really? Yeah. Wow. So for all those signatures, right? That's You're awesome. gonna think this is very silly once I get into some of the worst things, I'm which is how much other signed things cost. But yes, this is a basketball signed by Larry Bird, Bill Russell. Paul Pierce, John Havlicek, and you know the fourth person I said? Charlie Scott? You know who the fuck that is? No, but it sounded good. He's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Why was he on the ball? So that's a big question of mine. I did a very big deep dive. So Charlie Scott was good at basketball, but he played most of his career on the Phoenix Suns. Okay. He only played on the Celtics for two and a half years. He won zero NBA championships with the Boston Celtics. During his tenure with the Celtics, he averaged 17.5 points per game, 4.4 assists per game, and 4.2 rebounds per game on 44.5% shooting, which is fine. What years was he on the... The mid-70s. Oh, okay. Like 72 to 74. All right, Charlie Scott. But he didn't win a title with them, and the whole thing of the Celtics is that they win a lot of titles. I don't know why this guy's on the ball. He might be why the price dropped down, (laughs) because no one knows who he is. I really tried to put in perspective how good Charlie Scott was. So in Basketball Reference, which is an amazing website, you can put in stats and see what other players averaged that. Mm. So I put it together. You know whose closest comparison is? 
No. Who? Dick Van Arsdale. Do you know who that is? No. Exactly. <laughs> you got me. Charlie Scott's not great. I don't know why he's on this ball. He's got to be the reason why I dropped to $1,500. But still, $1,500 for four of the greatest basketball players of all time is yeah. crazy. He played two years in the ABA, four years for Phoenix, three years for Boston, two years at Denver, and one year for the Lakers. So the Celtics weren't even like in the peak of his career. I mean, he was already playing ball for six years in the 70s. That's like 80%. He was a three-time All-Star with the Phoenix Suns and a zero-time All-Star with the Boston Celtics. That's hilarious. And I love <laughs> Thanks, Charlie Scott, for ruining the price of this ball. I mean, hey, now you can get it for not that much money. You said you would pay ten grand for it. It's now only $1,500. Well, I'm going to go buy it. Well, the thing, Mike, you know, I do already have a signed ball from the Celtics. Ooh. Can I tell you a story? Sure. When I was a kid, my dad brought me and Tyler to a game at the old Boston Arena because he knew a guy who used to be on the board of directors for the Celtics before Danny Ainge bought it. And we actually got the reason I got the basketball was because he got a lot of swag from his friend. So we went into the locker room after the game and I saw Kenny Anderson's butt. Ooh. It was large. As I would expect it to be. <laughs> okay, you ready for the worst shit? I am. I'm super ready. <laughs> it, right. it better be worse than Kenny Anderson's butt. Uh, well, he's probably got a good butt. Pretty good butt. Yeah, this stuff, not good. So the third worst thing is actually a collection of things. You want to know what the most expensive thing on the Bucks store is? <laughs> oh, God. Is it like an antler from a buck that was signed by Ray Allen in his career? Here's the thing. That would have been very thing. <laughs> that would have been worth it. But... It, you would assume that it would be something Giannis Antetokounmpo-based, yes? That or, like, maybe Michael Red, I guess? Mm -hmm. The most expensive thing is a $800 game-worn jersey by Matthew Della Vadova. What? $800 for a sweaty-ass jersey from Matthew Della Vadova. From, like, a scrappy white guy who is then went to the Cleveland Cavaliers immediately? Mm -hmm. And the Bucks are not even the team that people know him from? Yeah, he was really bad on the Bucks. They gave him a big contract. He was not very good. And then you can get a sweaty jersey for $800. Shh. I would, you know, I would buy it and launder it and then send it back to Matthew Della Vadova. I want all the other NBA teams other than the Bucks to leave the room. Can you, <laughs> the 31 of you, can you please get out of the room? Wait, there's only 30 teams in the NBA. I thought there were 32. No, okay, that's Okay, I'm going to redo this joke. No, no, keep it in, keep God it damn. in. All right. <laughs> all right, everybody else. Um, <laughs> hey, Bucks. Um, it's just you and me and Mike. You can value yourself more. You are worth more than a sweaty deli jersey. I promise. All right, buck, buck. Okay, the other 29 teams can come back in. What's very funny is they have a used Ray Allen jersey, and it's only $300. Okay, I want to buy that. Don't. <laughs> why did you put now? It's going to go out to the inner. No, buy it before geez. the episode launches. I'm going to cut this segment but, out so that people don't know. But the Bucks have a bunch of expensive jerseys. Here are all the people who they've used jerseys for that cost more than Ray Allen's jersey. For all game-worn stuff, the Bucks have a rampant amount of game-worn stuff. Ernie Grunfeld? Ernie Grunfeld, the owner? Yeah, but w when he played for them. Oh, okay. <laughs> like a sweaty, no, it's like a sweaty a, button down? It's an Ernie Grunfeld jersey, and it's so crappy that the L has fallen off. <laughs> and it's more than a Ray Allen jersey. Oh, also, God. Shabazz Muhammad, who they waived because he's so bad at basketball. Tony Snell, a white Matthew Delavadova jersey. A Miles Plumley game-worn jersey costs more than a Ray Allen jersey, as does a Jared Bayless game-worn jersey. God. If 
any of you are listening at home don't know the names of basketball players, I have just listed very bad basketball players. None of them were good. None of them were famous for being Bucks. I think they just were trying to get rid of this shit from the locker room, and they're like, maybe someone will buy it. Someone in the laundry room is stealing jerseys, mm-hmm. and I do not appreciate it. It's their representative for fanatics.boxwhatever.com. <laughs> Mike, now correct me if I'm wrong. But didn't one of the three best basketball players of all time used to play on the Milwaukee Bucks? Yes. Lou Alcindor, a.k.a. Kareem Mm Abdul-Jabbar? Why don't you sell an Alcindor jersey? I don't know. Got to keep the warehouse stock full of Della Vadova sweaty jerseys. Also, I want to say white Della Vadova. You already said two words that mean the same thing. (laughs) So that's just a whole collection of garbage stuff. You want to know the second worst thing that you can buy that's very expensive? I can't believe this is escalating, but yes. Okay. The second worst thing that you can buy is a signed poster of Michael Jordan. It is a limited edition one out of 123 posters. Okay. I'm purposely hiding (laughs) the price. So I'm going to show you this heavily photoshopped. (laughs) Is it because his arm is really long like in Space Jam? No, it is not. It's just because they did like a bunch of Instagram filter effects and they're not good. It's heavily photoshopped to the point where the court that they show is not the real Bulls court. And there's a little 23 that is superimposed. It's very bad. How much do you think this signed poster of Michael Jordan is worth? It's a very bad photo. We'll it's put it on the website. It's such a bad photo. It looks like he's in front of a green screen. It's from a game, but they clearly photoshopped out all the other players. It doesn't the court look is like not Michael red Jordan. and black. No, it does not look like him. It's not him from his prime. It's him from one of his first couple seasons, so he doesn't really have his recognizable look that he did in the mid-90s. The first thing I was going to say is the haircut. I guess he has like a fade mm-hmm. on it instead of the usual baldness that exactly. he, he rocks and what yeah. everyone knows. God, that can't be worth more than Well, it's worth a lot more than $20. This signed photo. Oh, it's signed? It's signed. Okay, I'm sticking with $20. It's signed, and it's one of 123. Mike, Mike, you can't edit podcasts, so I have to stick with saying it was $20. This thing costs $5,000. $5,000 for this shitty Photoshop Instagram filtered picture of Michael Jordan. I I hate it so much. I... It's very, Why? Why is it not expensive? It's 44 by 60, so it's pretty big. And it is called Cleared for Departure is the name of the photo. <laughs> also, the basketball in his hand is photoshopped. Oh, that's no, it's not a real basketball. That's not a real basketball. Here's what I think happened. And walk with me. Um, <laughs> the Chicago Bulls got scammed by a graphic designer who took a bunch of hours, like 200 hours, to put this poster together, and they kind of really cut into their bottom line, and then they just gave him this crappy Photoshop at the end of it, and they're like, oh man, we gotta recoup the money from this graphic designer who hosed us. I guess we have to charge $5,000 for it. It's okay, though, because if you use code NBAFS, you get free shipping. Oh, thank you. (laughs) You know, I know Michael Jordan is one of the two best, but, like, is his autograph worth that much no especially like a like a verified autograph michael jordan has been famous for a very very long time he signed so many things it's not like his signature his autograph is that rare you can get a signed jordan jersey for five hundred dollars but this photoshopped one this very large poster Mm -hmm. is 10 times that much yeah Mike, I love that we've turned horse into a reason for people to accept socialism as the proper <laughs> economic system. 
oh, well, if you weren't on board for that, get ready for the worst thing that you can buy on the NBA team store. Come on, comrades. Let's hear it. <laughs> so it's very funny, and you'll enjoy this, that the number one best thing was from the Celtics. The number one worst thing is from the Los Angeles Lakers. Hey, it's because the Lakers are bad. First thing to point out is that the Los Angeles Lakers have a comical amount of collectibles. Most teams had around 75 to 100. Some of the less famous teams like the New Orleans Pelicans only had like 42. The Lakers have 178 collectible items that you can purchase. All right, we get it. The Lakers, they have a storage <laughs> franchise. Okay. Magic Johnson. So get ready to punch me in the face, Adam Sandler, because I'm about to go Bob Barker on you. Let's play some <laughs> Price is Right shit, okay? Do you write that line before? In my brain. There I've done go. improv comedy for six years. Yes, and let's hear it. <laughs> So we're going to have to put in perspective. What I'm about to tell you is not the worst item, but this is to get your baseline. Okay. So there is a ball that is signed by Magic Johnson and LeBron James. Magic Johnson, who is a very famous Laker and now is the president of basketball operations. LeBron is now on the team. How much would you think this costs? Signed by those two. Uh, $500. Okay. 2300 Okay. My, I keep going too high and then too mm -hmm. low. And thank you. Okay. So yeah. So the ball is worth 2300 Yes, signed okay. by Magic Johnson and LeBron James, which, understandable. Given that a Kevin Durant ball with a bunch of posters and stuff around it was 2500 it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Now they have a ball that is signed by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Cool. Shaquille O'Neal. Cool. And Magic Johnson. All right. How much do you think that this costs? This is partially a comedy podcast. Yes, it is. So I think that the number is going to be lower, okay. which I cannot imagine. I, it can't be less than $2,000, right? $700. <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, God. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar plus Shaquille O'Neal. The Diesel. The Diesel. The, the big, big Aristotle. The Big Shaqtis. <laughs> the Shaq Daddy? Mm-hmm. And Kareem Star of Airplane. Uh-huh. 19-time NBA All-Star. That's I the NBA's all-time leading scorer with 38,387 career points. That Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? That one. Oh god. So him plus Shaq plus Magic is $700, which if you're doing some math here, if Magic plus LeBron equals 2300 and Magic plus two of the all-time greats is only $700, Magic Johnson's signature is worth nothing. Very little. <laughs> Very little. There is an algebra problem in here which I appreciate. Uh so Let's get into the actual worst item. Wait, that wasn't the worst one? No. Oh, man. I mean, $700 for a ball signed by Kareem, Shaq, and Magic, that's an amazing deal. If you're into collectibles, jump on that. That's I feel, nuts. I feel like this whole part of the segment is just like telling people to go on eBay immediately. If you want to buy these cool things. Just be, no, to resell them oh, yeah. at a ridiculous <laughs> price. <laughs> Oh you get God. free shipping if you use that code. <laughs> yeah, but then you can charge shipping. <laughs> so where does money making money here? Okay, so now they have a ball. Okay, this, this is the worst one. This is the worst okay. thing that I found on every team store. Okay. It is signed by current Los Angeles Lakers, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, okay. and Kyle Kuzma. So just young boys doing their thing? Young boys who are fine at basketball. They're doing their best. They're just fine. They're emerging. They're not great. They're fine. How much do you think the ball signed by Lonzo Ball, Brendan Ingram, and Kyle Kuzma costs? Well, obviously, the Lakers one is all over the place. Yes. So I have no idea how this is. I think it's going to be comically high because, again, partially a comedy podcast, mm -hmm. I would say. That's what it says on iTunes. <laughs> Category one, sports. Category two, comedy. So, yes, partially. It's partially. It's definitely partially. Like $1,000? It costs $800. 
So by the logic okay. of the Lakers team store, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and Kyle Kuzma are more important than the combined entity of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Shaquille O'Neal, and Magic Johnson. All right. I feel like... <laughs> you know what? This, Mike, you've like cracked a scandal wide open. This is like when like the New York Times goes into like the taxes of some politician. I can't believe this is real. None of these numbers add up. This is what you're doing. I could not believe it. I could not believe it. Is the potential, because they have name recognition now, like the potential of how good those three are going to be? But that doesn't even make sense for three of the best players, the top 50 players of all time, who've ever played basketball professionally. Math is so bad. You've spent so much time telling me that math is good. Math is bad. Well, let's end this on a high note because we have found an answer to our algebra problem. Okay. So there is one ball signed by Magic, Kareem, and Shaq that costs $699. Okay. There is a second ball. It's just a different type of ball signed by the same three people for also $699. Then there's a ball signed by just Shaq and Kareem for $499. So we've learned that Magic Johnson's signature is worth $200. That means LeBron's signature is worth $2,100. <laughs> Apparently. Math is fun. The Lakers are stupid. <laughs> math, math is bad. The Lakers are still stupid. And well, Lonzo Ball by himself. Lonzo Ball by himself. <laughs> It's $400. You're just blowing this wide The Lakers open. think Lonzo Ball is better than Magic Johnson. No. How? What if the basketball is the valuable part? Oh, oh my gosh. More fun math. There's a Magic Johnson signed ball by himself that costs $280. But underneath his signature, he wrote three-time NBA MVP. So Magic Johnson's handwriting, writing three times <laughs> NBA MVP is $80. <laughs> There's a Magic Johnson ball for the same price where he wrote Hall of Fame 02 when he got inducted, also 280 so that is worth $80, as well as a signed Magic Johnson ball where he wrote Showtime. So Magic Johnson's handwriting is worth $80. His signature is worth $200. I love this weird math workbook that we're putting together. Oh no, a Magic Johnson only ball is 250 The math doesn't add up. <laughs> These numbers don't add up. Someone is cooking the book. Unless they give discounts for people being together I <laughs> you guess. get a wholesale discount you get three lakers legends for the price of two a brandon ingram sign ball just him is 200 dollars, which is the same price as jerry west by himself well <laughs> but it costs more than jerry west if you get a shittier basketball with jerry west signature i hate the los angeles lakers so much well See you later. <laughs> Welcome to... <laughs> Goodbye, math. Goodbye, capitalism. Hello. <laughs> Sharing all of our yurts. And that is the three-on-three of three. <laughs> the three best and the three worst really expensive things you can buy in NBA team stores. <laughs> well, Mike's going to lay down for a while. I'm so upset. I was already upset when I put this together, and then I kept scrolling, and now I'm so disappointed. <laughs> the Lakers are poorly run. <laughs> I, I think the, cr the credits are going to come in uh, <laughs> right uh, <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, oh, this has been a fun one. Listen to this episode of Horse. Horse is hosted by Mike Schubert and Eric Silver. It is edited and mixed by Eric Silver. The social media is run by Mike Schubert. The theme song is by Bettina Campomanes. Art by Allison Wakeman. And the website is by Kelly Beck. Shout out to our producer level patrons Teal, Jordan Castleman, Misha Stanton, Brianne Wingate, Berger, and Skylar Jorgensen. 
Mike, you know where you can talk about how bad the math is? Any team store that isn't the Los Angeles Lakers. Which is on the internet, which is also where our social media is. Oh. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Horse Hoops, and you can find us on Twitter at Horse underscore Hoops. And the reason why we say this every time, it's because... The Los Angeles Lakers are poorly run. And also, Horse Hoops was banned. You can also find us on our website, horsehoops.com. And if you want to get access to some incredible bonus content, you can go to patreon.com slash horsehoops. We've got things where we turn our three-on-threes into five-on-fives. We have overtimes. We have streams of me and Eric playing NBA 2K against each other. It's all fantastic. And that is at patreon.com slash horsehoops. We should record some stuff of us in Seattle, just like ranking Seattle Sonic swag that we still have around. I'm down. I would love that. I'm very down. That would be good. Mike, you know who always gives you a fair deal? Multitude. Multitude. Multitude is a collective of audio people who love doing audio stuff that is horse, that is potterless, that is join the party, that is spirits, and that is Waystation. If you want to check out all of our podcasts together and support us, I mean, we're going to BodCon. It's going to be amazing. We're all going to be together, and it's going to be wonderful. You can go to Multitude.Productions, or you can find us on Twitter at Multitude Shows. As we do every episode, we're going to put our hands in the middle and say something on the count of three. I feel like you need this, so you take it from here. Yeah, I think rather than be on a grumpy note, let's put our hands in the middle and then say, Charlie Scott's just happy to be here. (laughs) One, two, three. Charlie Charlie Scott's just just happy to be here. (laughs) Thanks for letting me be here. You're just like in the room at the time. He's like, hey, hey, what are you guys doing? Oh, you're writing names on a ball? Uh, I got it. I listen. I had seats to the 200 level, but like, if you if you guys need, if you have an extra bag. Oh, you guys need a ball to sign? I have this ball that I already wrote my name on just so that <laughs> I wouldn't lose it. Oh yeah, it's my signature. I have a bunch of different colors of sharpies. Yeah, I, like I have a gold one, and a silver one, and a bronze one. I have a fun purple one, just in case. Remember that time I was on the team for two and a half years and I put up the same numbers as Dick Van Arsdale? Oh no, Dick's real good at basketball. I promise. <laughs> Yeah, they talk about me all the time in Phoenix. You know, the one place where I did my prime. <laughs> I was a three-time All-Star. I was a three-time All-Star there. Oh, you don't remember that because I wasn't with the Celtics? That's so weird. 